0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Uh, Beautiful day. Once again, all week long, beautiful weather. Our uh, low actually was just an hour ago, 60 degrees. Right now, 61, 77 for a high. And it's going to be, I think, even better. It's going to be even nicer because we'll have a nice breeze today. Winds will pick up this afternoon. I could use
1: a breeze. Knock the sweat off my face.
0: I was thinking yesterday, uh, I think the last week of August is my favorite time of the year. Really? Why yeah, is that? It just, uh, you just have this, you know, some summer, and then there's just a hint of fall. And
1: I like getting back into the routine of mm-hmm. school Monday through Friday, and then busy weekend every single weekend. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's, it's easier for me when my daughter's in school. It feels like I'm back in school, <laughs> back in work,
0: Right, you Because you've had vacations all, week, all summer. Well,
1: I wouldn't call them vacations, but huh, yeah, yeah, I have. Have you? No. No.
0: no. no. Just because you're tired at the end of your vacation doesn't mean you can't call it a vacation.
1: That's true, I guess. That's
0: true. Yeah. Uh, 45 new cases in Jackson, uh, according to the health department yesterday, and uh, Tenry Ford Allegiance Health, there are 19 persons uh, being treated for COVID. You know, this is the first big weekend of college football, and at the uh, Big House, Dr. Janay Khaldun is recommending that people wear masks at the big game. Do you think it's going to be a full house? I don't. I was in
1: Ann Arbor last night. Coincidentally, we uh, had to run to Briarwood to return some items, and uh, it was quiet. The mall was empty. Um, Everyone was wearing masks. Um, A lot of the stores closed at 7. And just traffic all around Ann Arbor was quiet, so I didn't get the vibe that the grocery stores would be packed as normal. I mean, there's gonna be people there, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. There will not be 100,000 people at that game, no chance.
0: I have seen uh, people have been trying to sell tickets online, so the uh, University of Michigan does have a a campus-wide mask wearing requirement, uh, but it's for indoors, so. The university yesterday said uh, everything indoors at U of M Stadium, including the beautiful restroom facilities, uh, you'll have to wear a mask.
1: So. It's, uh, I will not be at that home opener, um, <laughs> but I know some people that will be, and uh, we'll get a full report, but I expect a, uh, a spotty stadium at best, to hmm. be honest with you.
0: Well, it's you know not a big game. Uh, it is for Western for Michigan. For Western Michigan, it is. Yeah. Oh, and yesterday, Western uh, Michigan got uh, uh, news that a federal judge is blocking their uh, vaccine requirement. Four soccer players sued the university on uh, religious grounds, not uh, wanting the vaccine. And the federal judge said, no, you can't enforce this uh, vaccine mandate at Western. Yeah, could you imagine being those four players going back to that team? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's interesting. The same federal judge, uh, they said, uh, no, um, you can't have the vaccine mandate at Western, but you can at Michigan State.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't so, understand what's same going judge on out there. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy world. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we watched uh, a lot of high school football on JTV and... Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while, ESPN gets a high school football game on, and they had uh, IMG Academy against a new charter school, Bishop Sycamore. Mm. Um, Never heard
0: it, of those schools. Yeah,
1: well, they are a online school in Ohio that uh, lied about their talent. And uh, there's their coach. He was fired. Um, but it, you know, it was dangerous. IMG is a factory for college kids. And um, this team lied about their uh, skill set and played. so how this works is this marketing group lines up these games
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh and then sets it up for espn but they did not vet uh, the process so there's a lot of funny memes going out there and this is my be- this is the best one i've seen yet we all remember manti Teo when yeah. he had the.
3: yeah that's a good one that's a good one <laughs>
1: yeah you don't know her she goes to bishop sycamore <laughs>
0: Uh, that team actually played the night before. They had a. They no had one a find this stuff out? <laughs>
1: it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. No one got hurt. So.
0: On the other hand, JTV will have uh, high school football this weekend with uh, some true amateur teams. <laughs> 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 yes, we will
1: have. Uh, we are going to have Northwest at uh, Western live. Mm-hmm. That will be our live game and. Uh, That is Thursday, September 2nd. Coverage 6.45, live at 7, and then we'll run it right back for you at 10 p.m. when you get home so you can get your popcorn out for that. So, we're we're excited about this one. This should be a good game. It should be. It should be. It'll be fun, for sure.
0: And then uh, we'll also have uh, this weekend, uh, Hanover Horton and Michigan Center.
1: Correct, correct. Let's get to our extreme uh, Dodge scoreboard while we're talking sports here. For uh, the last day in August, uh, Jeff Steers was out uh, like he is every single night. Let's go to volleyball. Grass Lake at Jackson. Grass Lake uh, went 2 0 on the night with wins over Hastings and Jackson. Jackson lost to Hastings 2 0 in a non conference match. Katherine Cottle recorded 29 assists. And Abby Buttigieg finished with 33 digs. Jackson Christian at Waldron. Jackson Christian won a five-set thriller. Maddie Conrad tallied nine kills and six aces. And Livy Conrad, eight kills. Hanover Horton defeated Northwest 2-1 and Homer 2-0 at home on Tuesday. Elena Van Epps had 20 assists. And Ellery Barber tallied 21 digs. Over in golf. Cascades Jamboree at Addison, Michigan Center won its second consecutive Jamboree with a four-man total of 190 at Lake Leanne Golf Course. One of the, the golf highlight of the night at the Grass Lake Invitational, Hanover Horton High School golfer Holly Miller had a hole-in-one. Holly Miller. At Hills Heart of the Lakes. There um, she is. The third hole, par 3,
0: 136 yards. Hole-in-one. That's awesome. That's pretty rare in a high school golf um, match. Yes, isn't it's it? rare anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's one
1: in twelve thousand, I believe.
0: Wow. So have you had a whole one? I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I think it was twenty-six or twenty-seven oh. or eight or nine. It was at the Grand. Mm. So, uh, how about tennis? Northwest took care of Jackson eight to nothing, and Western took care of Kalamazoo Hackett. What a great shot that. Six to two. A-
0: another great shot.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends over at Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Ram, when you're thinking about buying or selling or thinking about an oil change, please think about our friends over at Extreme.
0: Are you um, flying anytime soon? I am, yes. Uh, beware, Delta um, employees might be uh, angry. I'm flying Delta too. Yeah, Delta is going to charge employees an additional $200 per month if they don't get vaccinated.
1: Oh, should I ask all the employees <laughs> I run into yeah. at the at the Delta area?
0: Yeah. Oh, <sighs> well, and here's something the uh, TSA shared uh, yesterday, something that uh, was on a baggage carousel at uh, Seattle's Tacoma, uh, Seattle Tacoma Airport, uh, a block of raw chicken. Okay, what? <laughs> it's true. Uh, this is, uh, apparently um, had been in a cooler and checked baggage but it had come free of its container and ended up as a mass of raw meat on the baggage claim carousel at uh, SeaTac. Jeez. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that come around? So you're allowed to pack chicken? No, nope, you can't bring a bottle Have you ever of water. On to the oversized? To not bring a bottle of water on the plane. Have
1: you ever have you ever had to check oversized items? I have yeah. golf clubs, <laughs> and when you go over to the oversized check baggage area, you see some weird things, <laughs> very weird things. Of course, you see your skiers and your golfers, yeah. but you see people that look like they're—I don't know what they're doing—but they have plastic bags wrapped up in tape, stuff on carts.
0: If you can't, if you can't fit it all into one small suitcase, you shouldn't be traveling in an airplane. Just take a car. I, I, all these people with like 20 different pieces of matched luggage going on a weekend. Yeah. It should be illegal. It should. Also, you know, I'm upset about Jeopardy. The uh, owners, Sony, have ruined Jeopardy. First, they named this idiot, Mike Richards, as the uh, host. <laughs> Look at this guy. And he's also the executive producer. uh not anymore, which was odd. They said, no, he's not going to be the host, but he can continue to be an executive producer. Well, oh, the staff, no. We, we don't want this guy around. And they don't want him around at Wheel of Fortune either because he is also executive producer there. So he is gone. But now Jeopardy, we don't know who the host is. They still haven't They've chosen They've really host. screwed this up. They've screwed it up big They've time. really screwed this up. Uh, James Holzauer, who was uh, one of the uh, popular uh, longtime champions, tweeted yesterday, Do I think Mike Richards' podcast comments were appropriate for polite society? No. But did he deserve the benefit of the doubt for the job he did running Jeopardy? Also no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been uninterested since uh, Ken Jennings didn't get named the host. I think Ken
0: Jennings should be named Me the host. Too. I don't know what they're waiting for. What are they doing? So, hmm. Oh well.
1: Oh well. You ready to get started talking to people today? <laughs> yes.
0: Let's do that. We
1: are
2: going to get started with Guy Packard from Consumers Energy right after this quick break.
0: Good morning, Guy.
3: Morning. Hey, good morning, Bart. How are you? It's been a I'm, while. How
0: you I'm Good. Yeah, uh, we're in a commercial break right now, so we'll be on uh, live in just a couple moments, a couple minutes here. Uh, we appreciate you taking time to be with us today. Pleasure
3: um, that. No problem. Hi, hi, it's Andy. Morning, Andy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Yeah,
1: thanks for being here. Do you care if yeah. I ask you about maybe what some of the crews in Louisiana are dealing
3: with? Uh, you
1: certainly can. Okay. Cool. This was from yesterday. I guess we don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Brandon's coming back on you and Guy yep. right away, and then you'll the ask. You'll ask first couple, and then maybe I'll I'll jump in. Yeah. At the after you ask a, uh, the first two, yeah. but I have some. I know, it is. <laughs> we were, we were uh,
0: professionals, at Adam, for a while there, right?
1: Yeah. It's amazing.
3: Where,
0: where are you uh, physically right now, Guy?
3: Actually, I'm physically in uh, one of my offices, which is a trailer that's on the west side of the state. <laughs> And because uh, I go out and do a lot of visits with the crews, and so I have an office, pretty much at uh, three or four places. But this is an older, older office that, that uh, really in a trailer that's uh, at the uh, Campbell Generation site.
0: Oh wow! What, what's your where's your home?
3: Uh, my home's in Holland, Michigan.
0: Nice. If I were you, I'd have him drive that trailer over to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> is it still uh, busy touristy in Holland uh, in the? In it the... is,
3: yeah. You know, fall and that's uh, a it's a busy time there. I would say here over the last month, though. I think I've only been here probably other than this past Monday, Tuesday, and today. I haven't really been over there. I've been all over the rest of the state. So, yeah. Spent a lot lot of time on the road. Stand by. Ready
2: on? Joining us now on The Morning Show is
0: Consumers Energy Vice President of Electric Operations, Guy Packard. Good morning, Guy. Good
3: morning, Art. How are you? Good morning, Andy. Good to be with
0: you. Good to have you here. And uh, thanks to you uh, and all of your crews for the uh, incredible job you did restoring power. And I think a lot of people were surprised that this was one of the top 10 storms in company history.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I tell you, it certainly wasn't what uh, the uh, weather forecasters had predicted, but it turned out to be actually number 12 in terms of the the record book. But what I will say is that, you know, just that's uh, based on customer count of roughly 372,000 customers across our state. But relative to the damage done, it definitely was in the top 10 from the standpoint of uh, how much of our infrastructure was damaged as a result of uh, these uh, straight line winds that came through with these uh, thunderstorms. Very significant.
0: Yeah, and, and once we saw the uh, results of the storm—all the, storm, the down trees and crushed cars and torn roofs and down lines and, and poles—we uh, realized that it was going to be uh, definitely a major uh, electric service uh, disruption. But I would say, um, all in all, it was fast restoration.
3: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know. Um we uh, really appreciate the fact that our customers have been really have been patient with us, you know, through the storm and, uh, you know, as you see the pictures, you know, the damage that you're seeing here, particularly in the Southern half of the state that saw the, the damage coming after that third wave of, uh, you know, thunderstorms that came through is very similar to what we're seeing down right now through Hurricane Ida down in Louisiana and Mississippi, you know, uh, trees completely uh, knocked over, poles, the infrastructure completely, you know, torn up, uh, roofs off of, you know, uh, roof off of houses. I mean, we saw that all around the southern part of the state. Uh, in some areas of our state, we saw 80 mile an hour winds. Uh, you know, that's close to a category one uh, hurricane. So, uh, you know, we do see those uh, winds uh, now and then, uh, fortunately not to maybe the frequency that maybe some of the folks down in uh, Louisiana, but the, the damage is still the same, significant to the to the infrastructure. I, if I, If I could, I could just say, you know, in that seven day period, You know, we put up over 1,600 poles, 2,500 cross arms, 702 uh, transformers were replaced. And we had 7,900 down wires uh, through the storm. And we ended up replacing over 180 miles of wire. We do that much in a year, just in terms of our normal, you know, infrastructure that we try to replace. And we did it within seven days. So it was an amazing feat. And I give credit to the uh, CE crews and the contractors that came in and helped us. They just did an amazing job.
1: That's amazing, guy. You had over five hundred line workers in the field working throughout the night. What is uh, what is life like behind the scenes on those uh, storm evenings for uh, for you and the company?
3: You know, it's uh, it's really it's a twenty four seven operation, three sixty five, and uh, we have you know an emergency operations center uh, that's based out of here at, in uh, Parnell, which is our technical uh, headquarters campus, and you know through that we basically support the crews so. We ensure that they're prioritized in terms of going after the right circuits at the right time you know so we have a priority just like they're seeing down now in hurricane ida you know the large voltage uh, systems you know need to get uh, basically stood out first so they can actually supply power to the distribution feeds that go to the homes uh and so we have a priority there we have a priority to make sure that hospitals nursing homes critical businesses are basically hooked down first uh, just as they are like right now down in louisiana mississippi Uh, And then we start going out and and hooking up uh, the customers' homes. Uh, And that's all really coordinated by a staff of folks that are behind the scenes that are ensuring that those crews have jobs in their hands continuously. Uh, They work 16-hour days uh, and then they go home, rest for eight, and then come back and work another 16 straight. You know, so seven days in a row at 16-hour days, that's long. Uh, So we have a really big support staff to ensure that they're most efficient in terms of what they do when they're out in the field.
1: Talk about uh, what what uh, folks are dealing with in Louisiana and Mississippi. A lot of the uh, areas that uh, the workers need to get to are remote. There's uh, a lot of flooding. A lot a lot more rugged terrain and impassable ground. Talk about what they're dealing with down there and their challenges.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we, we say that, but you know, we have our own challenges and ruggedness. We have a lot of trees here in the state of Michigan, and we have a lot of those uh, lines. That go into areas of swamps and, and so require specialized equipment and that's what they're dealing with right now down in Louisiana. In particularly in Louisiana, the track of the storm, uh, basically, uh, you know, amazingly uh, actually tracked one of their major transmission lines that basically feeds into that uh, New Orleans uh, area down there. And that whole quarter, as uh, a lot of the pictures show, is those transmissions lines were uh, basically devastated. I mean, catastrophic damage to those transmissions lines. So their priority is gonna to be to get those transmission lines up first so that they can actually get the flow of electricity from the power plants onto the system and then work towards getting, you know, again, the critical infrastructure around hospitals, nursing homes, you know, major uh, uh, you know, industry critical, other critical type customers. And then as they uh, stand that up, they will then work out and span out to uh, customers' homes. But the challenges are a lot of flooding a lot of specialized equipment. So they've got boats down there. They got specialized, uh, you know, uh, tracks. They call them flex tracks. that can work in both water, in uh, mud. We've got those on our system as well. Flex tracks. And when they go in the swamp, uh, that you know our trucks don't get stuck. It's a specialized piece of equipment. So, uh, you know, when they ask for help, they ask for some of the specialized equipment to come with it. And and a lot of the utilities have that. And so they just go down there when they send all their line workers down there to help.
0: I know you've sent crews to. Florida and Texas, following past hurricanes, are you having crews go to Louisiana this this hurricane?
3: Currently, currently we are currently we are not uh, based on the request. They are getting a lot of uh, line of workers uh, via Florida, uh, Georgia along the East Coast. That you know what it was not hit. Uh, and then particularly, you know, what I'd say is that for us, we have actually been uh, almost in storm mode one half, you know, uh, from really from the almost beginning of uh, August, right? A lot of thunderstorm activity throughout the state, you know, the, the big storm, you know, came the second week of August, but we've really been in storm. You know, we had storms all last weekend and we do have some storms coming at us here this weekend, uh, some thunderstorms as we start cooling down. And so we want to ensure that we serve our customers first. Uh, and so given the length of time that the, uh, our line workers have been working, we wanna give them some rest. We wanna make sure that they're here to support our customers for when we have any outages, if any other inclement weather comes our way. Um, but I think that with regard to uh, the hurricane damage, it's gonna be months uh, with regard for the need for support. And so there may be an opportunity uh, as we go into the outer weeks uh, to basically still support them. And in, in, uh, you know, we may support them in material, we may support them in specialized equipment as they, as they get more of the damage uh, assessed.
0: Guy are you gearing up for this uh, type of weather being the new normal?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's part of our investment. Uh, you know, we're spending about close to billion a billion dollars a year in our whole electric business, you know, from the standpoint of renewables, um, but as well as part of the uh, grid, and a big piece of that is how do we build resiliency into the grid as we uh, start, you know, doing the work on it? Uh, and so we've got a lot of new uh, types of poles, and we're looking at maybe going more underground, right? Thinking about opportunities where we can put some of these lines that are overhead, get them out of the way of the trees, get them out of the way of the wind and, and go underground. And, uh, um, and so we're gonna be looking at uh, methods in terms of how to do that in a cost efficient uh, manner. Um, but we got a lot of money coming at us, including increasing forestry A 60% increase in terms of our forestry spend over the last two years uh, as we go this year as well into next year. Which obviously, trees is happen to be, you know, the one, the number one uh, producer, you know, that helps, you know, that brings wires and trees down in a normal uh, storm. So we're going after the, we're going to get after cutting those trees.
1: Guy, what do you uh, want, just residents and customers, to know after a storm? Obviously, you're worried about their safety, but also need to uh, stay out of the way of uh, your guys that are that are trying to restore power.
3: Yeah. You know our, our customers are awesome. You know when they see us, they give us a lot of thanks, uh, and I, I do recognize from the standpoint of uh, a major storm like that that when you're out for more than you know three or four days, and in some cases some of our customers and going you know seven days, that that is that's tough. You know, and I would just ask them you know to be patient. We get it. We understand it. We're working to try to increase the capacity to even bring more crews on in future storms. And then looking at those circuits that were most impacted and going back in there and doing some more forestry uh, trimming and then taking a look at the design of some of those circuits and maybe looking for other options to help build resiliency into them. So we we understand doing post analysis right now on on the storm, uh, I think a number of those circuits are going to get, you know, accelerated in terms of the work as we go into 2022. So be patient with us. We get you. We understand it. And we know that, you know, when you're without power, that's a that's a major loss.
0: Well, we sure appreciate your time this morning, but even more so the time and uh, energy uh, efforts of all of your crew uh, during this summer. And uh, I'm sure um, there's more to come. And we wish you the best uh, at the next event.
3: Well, thanks, Barton. Thanks, Andy. It's, it's always a pleasure to be on this show, and it be a pleasure to be with you. And and. Uh... And again, you know, we have great customers and uh, they are so appreciative of us and and our our crews. And so look forward to continuing to to work towards that and gain gain their trust as we continue to get back to power when when we have these storms. But appreciate uh, allowing me to be on the show here this morning with you all. Awesome.
0: Great. Guy Packard, Vice President of Electric Operations at Consumers Energy. More in the morning show right after this.
1: Great job, Guy. Thanks.
3: Thank you. It's always a pleasure, gentlemen. You have a great show. Thank you for having me (laughs) it.
1: Thank you
0: so much.
3: All right. Take care.
2: Take care. He was really good.
4: over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best.
3: Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college,
1: and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our
3: communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Calvin counties. And we're proud. Of of
2: local businesses expand and good Morning show on JTV. Our next guest is from
1: Club Life, Lindsay Sykes. Good morning, Lindsay. How are you? Good morning. Nice
5: good to morning. have you here. Thanks, yeah. Great, great yes. to
1: see you and uh, great to hear the good things about Club Life. You guys are in a new building now, correct? We are,
5: yes. We're right across from uh, Mancino's over okay. on Wildwood. So, nice. yep, in the Jonas building. Awesome.
1: Yes. What is club life for people that uh, don't know?
5: So club life um, is it, We provide social enrichment activities for adults with uh, developmental disabilities, okay. so um, We have different tracks. We have social tracks where we do bowling leagues putt-putt leagues um, dances Halloween parties all the fun stuff Cool. Um, we have fitness tracks, so we um, do some workouts um, outside, we go to the Y, we have a hoop group, so we get to play some some basketball. Um, And then we also have um, a transition track, which is kind of our newer track, and that um, is housed in our new physical location. It's um, daily, nine to three, and um, they go out into the community. They go out shopping, we've been down to the food trucks, they go, we do a, a art class at Ella Sharp Park every week. So, um, you lost yeah.
1: a putt putt league. Is there any way I can, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know,
5: help You've out with that You've got some stiff competition. <laughs> yeah. Here's some photos
1: you sent along and, uh, this has to oh, be a fun yes. event.
5: Yes. Yeah. That's over at Ella Sharp. They love that.
1: Where do you, um, where do you get your passion? For, uh, for, for this type of program and organization that you've developed, Lindsay?
5: Um, you know, we, David and I both um, are in education and specifically in special education and we had found that our, our students, there wasn't a lot for them to do after they left um, the, you know, birth to 26 programming. Right. And um, there's so much for them to do and they are such an added value to our community so um, we wanted to provide programming that parents felt safe sending them to um, and that they um, felt comfortable and welcomed at. So um, that's really where, um, where our passion for this program was. Awesome, yes, you are doing yeah. a great job. Thanks.
0: I think I've seen you at every uh, Food Truck Tuesday this yeah, year. Yes, <laughs>
5: they loved it, they loved that. We went down, um, we took advantage of, you know, some of the movies down at Michigan Theater. Um, they're just, I, you can't not smile hanging out with that group. They they bring so much to, to my life personally, but um, to everyone that interacts with them, um, you, you don't forget them.
1: And I love the ability uh, to travel a little bit too because yes. it's not e- it's not easy to get out of town, and, and you're able to uh, with this bus yes. really get a lot of a lot of folks out of town. Yes,
5: yeah. So we um, we just showed some pictures. Um, they they were able to go up to Rolling Hills Water Park. Um, you know, and what our that? folks, the Ipsilani. Uh, is it? Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we've you know um, we've taken even larger like charter buses, and we've ab- been able to get out to the Detroit Lions game, Lugnuts, and and some of these folks just don't have the ability necessarily necessarily to leave town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, getting them out to experience even greater than Jackson is is fun.
0: What's been the the benefit, and, and what are you hearing from the families? of your uh, clients uh, as a result of being able to do these things? The,
5: just their their increase in confidence and their their ability um, to go out. Um, we have uh, some participants that are even taking Jackson Transit, like the bus scene now, um, independently to get to some of our programs. That's huge. Um, and, and that they just have, you know, um, That spark—they—they—they want to get up every morning and go hang out with their friends. Um, So we're providing a space for them to do that.
1: Seems like when you guys started, you really just hit the ground running and never stopped and (laughs) continue to develop new programs and and new material. uh, What—what's next for club life?
5: Oh gosh. Well, who drives the bus? (laughs) (laughs) It depends. (laughs) You know, David and I thought about who was going to get to drive it back, but um, Heather drives the bus. Heather is. our program coordinator for our transition program, she drives it quite a bit. Uh, Whitney, who also works with our program, drives it. Um, it. It depends, you know. We like to we like to fight over who gets to drive the bus.
0: <laughs> it's amazing what you've been able to grow out of essentially nothing. You started with nothing.
5: Nothing. Yeah, yeah. We started with a um, summer camp idea, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, but I think that just shows that there's a need, um, and the reason we've been able to grow is because. We we see that there's a need and there uh, there's there's more places to go. We would love to offer more programming. We're offering um, 2021 20, events. I think I counted for September. So um, you know, and and I think we, we still have waiting lists on almost really? all of our events. So, oh. uh, you know, we would love to to continue to grow. So and, and a lot of it has been Thanks to the millage, you know, the millage yeah. money that's been able to support us. So that's
1: great. So do you yeah. need more staff? Uh, yeah. yeah,
5: oh yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. staff, volunteers, <laughs> yeah. we're, I yeah, mean. what do you need? Um, need volunteers, we'd love volunteers to come help, up, help out with programming. Um, anyone interested in, um, you know, again, we just keep adding events, and so um, interested in a job with our population, that would be awesome. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's the, it's the special education knowledge that the county passed yes. a few years ago. Yep,
5: yep, and so that's been able to, um, provide all of these events, almost all of them, at zero cost to the participants. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: With your uh, new location, uh, is this, is it a drop-in center, too? Do you have um,
5: So we have a, because we want to make sure that we are always staffed appropriately, we do have a registration that they get on our website. It's uh, www.theclublife.org. And um, you can see all of our events, but we do ask that they register just so that we have the appropriate staffing. Right now, um, Well, due to COVID, we started the day program during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we really kept that number at 12, um, just so that we were able to space out appropriately.
1: That's great. Now you've traveled quite a bit this summer, haven't you?
5: Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) It's been fun. Yes, we've, uh, gosh, I think we've traveled somewhere out of state every month this summer. So it's been fun.
0: Yeah, how many people can fit on that bus?
5: 15 Uh. with the driver. So 14 with the driver. We also have two wheelchair slots. Oh, that's great. So, um, we have the ability for anyone that um, uses a wheelchair to get around.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah. Do you, have you uh, had an opportunity to have any events as far as community events yet? or At the new, yeah. just,
5: no. You know, I mean, outside of just our day program, we, we've really been trying to make sure that, you know, we, we didn't have to really shut down during COVID. Right. We were able to um, keep the spacing appropriate and go virtual. So. Um, we're we're trying to play it safe, but we're really looking forward to that, you know, soon when things calm down a little.
0: You mentioned uh, the services are for people who uh, graduate from zero to 26, and that's uh, Lyle so Torn and Kit Young. Correct. Yep,
5: yep, but some still are part, part of Lyle Torn and Kit Young, so it's anyone 18 and older. So mm-hmm. um, some of them are still participating in some of those Kit Young or or Lyle Torrent programming mm-hmm. and then come on their days that, or their nights off.
0: And then is that how people find out about you from the ISD and then that's the next step?
5: Um, yeah, our, you know, we have a really big Facebook presence and we have a really big um, push from parents. You know, they have uh-huh. a really large community mm-hmm. um, and they they push things out a lot too. So, um, but yeah, they can, um, you know, we have a website that people can check out or, you um, Facebook, Instagram, awesome. we haven't got yeah. a TikTok
0: yet.
1: No, no, I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm actually surprised you don't have yeah. a TikTok.
0: <laughs> you're on TikTok a lot. I'm weird. not on TikTok. Well, oh, you know I who
1: everyone have. is on
0: TikTok. That's because uh, my daughter shows me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so with uh, the people that are on the waiting list and the amount mm. of activities that you're doing, the um, next step in, in growth is like, how do you get there?
5: Um, you know, I think we we continue to have conversations with Lifeways. We continue to hope to have the support from the community with the millage money um, to grow. And, you know, we would love to see ideas like supported employment tracks and, um, you know, um, accessible living options at big dreams. (laughs) We'll see. And we'll it's see
1: clear where it you love this community and, and want to be here and, and want to make this community better. Yes,
5: yeah, yeah. These guys are great, and I, th- they truly make the community better. So,
0: I've noticed too, uh, like at Food Truck Tuesday, yeah. the, um, the the folks that are part of your program, they are there for, for. I think for for many of them, the first time that they're able to participate, you know, in a, as a group in yeah. in a in a regular community event. Yeah, and it's. To me, it's been nice to see the acceptance and welcoming of the general community to these folks that they might not have been exposed to, you know, yeah. in a setting like this before.
5: Absolutely. They, the community has welcomed us with, with open arms. Whenever we've asked to do something, um, they, they yeah, absolutely, come along. Um, and our idea, even with our day program and our new facility, has never been to be sitting in a place it has been to be getting out into the community and really be inclusive. Um, And and Jackson community has helped that, so.
0: Well, thanks for all you're doing. Thank you, yeah. Yeah,
5: thanks thanks for having me. It's always fun. Nice to see you. (laughs) Yeah, good seeing you guys.
0: Uh, Director of Programming at Club Life, Lindsay Sykes. Uh, Stay
2: tuned, we've got uh, more of The Morning Show. Justin Tobin joins us next.
4: What I would say to somebody coming into Grass Lake is to look at how caring the community is. The administrators, the staff, the teachers, parents, anybody that's part of the school has the best interest of the children in mind.
3: We care about our kids. Uh, I have a high schooler, and he gets emails all the time from his teachers. At 8 o'clock at night, he's getting a text asking how they're doing, and we do the same thing at the middle school. Our staff cares. Our staff wants our kids to succeed, and uh, they show that in so many ways. I love the staff and the students.
0: That's what keeps me here. I have a great school board who's very supportive,
5: and they're open to new ideas. I think teachers flourish in a place where they're allowed to be who they are, and then if they can be who they truly are as an educator, that's always better for the students because it's authentic. And I think that Grass Lake has afforded me the opportunity to be an authentic educator.
4: The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot
3: longer. At GeForce Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At GeForce
0: Automotive, we make friends, one car repair at a time
4: your new ride is waiting for you at avenue auto we've been giving jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years with 80 or more vehicles on the lot each with a free warranty we're your family-owned and operated choice in jackson
3: felician children's center is a faith-based ministry whose mission is to serve and strengthen families in the jackson community with infant, toddler, preschool, and kindergarten readiness programs for children two weeks to six years of age. Felician Children's Center is a loving, nurturing environment with a creative, play based curriculum to help each
4: child develop, learn, and grow. To learn more about enrollment or how you can donate to support this vital community resource, visit FelicianChildren'sCenter.org. Just imagine how long your retirement will be 10 years, 20
1: years, 30 years. Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have
4: talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary.
2: Back on The Morning Show, our next guest from
1: Recruit Specialized Staffing is Justin Tobin. Good morning.
6: Good morning, guys. How are you? It's good to see you
1: not on the soccer field. I know.
6: It's uh, nice to not be going heads up against you and uh, having to try to compete against you today. I know.
1: I know. Justin (coughs) and I, we we make it about ourselves and not the kids. (laughs) No. No, that couldn't be further
6: from the truth. That's right. Yeah. It was a good time, though. Yeah, it was. It was was. a lot of fun. It was. A lot of work. Trying to keep 12 kindergarten age kids, you know, together. Yeah. But it's fun, tough. it's fun, it's humbling. But
1: yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's again, another, another reason why Jackson's a great place to live, work, and do business. We always run into each know, other outside, right? of, outside of work, but talk a little bit about work and, and recruit and how things are going for you.
6: So, as you guys know, everyone has a now hiring sign right. up right now. So, we're busier than ever. We're getting calls from customers um, that we never thought we would. You know, some big local <clears throat> um, manufacturers, non-manufacturers, really and we've really segued into professional side of things too. Mm-hmm. So the guest you had on yesterday, Kirk Rue, mm-hmm. uh, we, we placed him at the Manor House. Really? So yeah. we're, we're diving into some, you know, some untapped um, divisions that we weren't into previously. So we're all over the place and uh, we're expanding down south too. So okay. Nashville, Tennessee. We're opening that office in uh, a week. Awesome. It's yep. unbelievable
1: and you guys really started 18, right?
6: Yes, yep. so. 2018 on the east side of the state, uh, Metro Detroit area, and things just uh, blew up over there. Yeah,
0: that's yep. it's great. So these signs that we see up, uh, are they gonna, is it gonna change when this unemployment benefit uh, ends next, this week?
6: It, it is this week, so yeah. you know that that's the goal. So it, it's kind of, it's a catch-22, right, because there's people that really do need the unemployment and the extra right. benefits, so we never want to take anything away from people that, that need that benefit. Um, But it's made it it tough for employers. Uh, Like we said at the beginning, everyone needs people. And you're seeing the trickle effect from um, products in the stores. Mm -hmm. It's harder to get things. Try to buy a car right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough. There's not a lot of things on the lot. So um, we're hoping that uh, when the benefit does end that we will see an uptick in applicants. And we've actually started to see that already. So things are trending in the right direction, so we're only hoping that it gets better, so.
1: How about the talent in Jackson? Do we need to bring a lot more talent in into Jackson for some of these jobs, or is there a lot of homegrown talent?
6: Both, right? You know, it depends on the position. There's a position for everyone right now. The great thing about us is if you walk into our door, no matter if you have no skills, or you're new into the workforce, um, or you're highly skilled, medical professional, anything, uh, we've got an opportunity for you, so. Yeah, we, we could use more talent, but at the same time, there's a lot of good people here that we can get to work as well.
1: I hope everyone heard that. Even if you don't have any skills, there's an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: right. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. I was in a fast food place the other day and the uh, application was on a uh, two inch by two inch piece of paper. Yeah. Name, date of birth, When can you start? I was at uh,
1: Starbucks at Briarwood yesterday and the employees were, uh, there was one, you know, just one senior probably employee Mm -hmm. and each drink uh, that they were making, uh, you know, going through and learning how to make each drink. So it just gives you an idea where the workforce is at at some of these places and it's staggering. It's things that we haven't really never dealt with.
6: And ever since I've been in staffing, you know, I'm going on seven, eight years never seen it like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe Brandenbier, who I work with, he's been in it for 20 plus years, and he said this is unprecedented times for him as well. Yeah. So we've had to get really creative in how we attract people.
1: I know you market uh, your jobs yeah. a, little, a little bit more creatively than just uh, you know, saying what they are. Talk about how you have to creatively
6: market these jobs. Yeah, so you might have saw something cool we did. Um, we sponsored a car at, out at, yep, out at uh, MIS. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Morgan Baird, he was our driver for that. So it was really cool that we were able to do that. That's something that I don't think you've ever seen another staffing agency on a race car. I haven't. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, we're big all over social media. Yep. Facebook, Instagram, we're really blowing that up. That's where people are. You know, That's what we're, we're trying to capture people. Everyone has a Facebook. So we're, we're really hitting that market hard. Radio, TV, you're gonna hear some, uh, some stuff for us on the radio coming up this week. We've got a, a job fair in our office in Jackson coming up. Um, and we're going to have RJ's, Heavenly Delights out there. Awesome. We going to be scooping ice cream. It's free. Stop by. Even if you just want some ice cream, bring the kids. Um, we know we're hoping to get a big turnout there. So yeah, marketing is, uh, we've pumped more dollars into marketing than I've ever seen. But that's what you got to do right now. Um, there's a staffing agency around every corner, so we want to stand out. We want to be the premier agency and we want people to come try us out.
0: Also are a lot of events. You do a lot of uh, community uh, support mm-hmm. uh, activities. We've seen you. Uh, uh, well, like here, you're helping out with mulching uh, yeah. the playground yep. and different uh, community events you've had a pop-up tent and staff at.
6: Yeah, yep. we uh, we like to give back to the community. The community gives to us, so we want to make sure we're giving back to our community, supporting them in any way we can, dropping off lunches, during, I believe that was during Christmas time, mm-hmm. um, to Jackson Police, uh, Jackson Family Medical. Uh, we did a whole um, campaign with you know, just giving free lunches away to individuals that uh, needed it during COVID. The hardest workers, the people that were given the extra work. Uh, this one was from an Easter, Easter egg hunt event we did that unfortunately got canceled last minute. Um, that's when COVID was really spiking uh, last, uh, last spring. So we had a bunch of gifts so we said you know what if you signed up we're going to draw some names. Giveaway that was a bike and some Easter baskets and all that. So we definitely want to give back to those who support us in our communities. That's awesome. And, and you've
1: recently, uh, I know you completed the Leadership Academy. Talk a little bit about going through that. I
6: did, and uh, also Haley Hoffman, uh, yes. who is one of our employees, who's going to be heading up our Nashville location. Yes, that's right. Um, she was in that class with me. It was a great class. You know, I cannot recommend that high, more highly to anyone that thinks um, they want to. Right? If you want to expand your leadership skills you're going to do things that, uh, you know, that help you learn and do things that you never would have the opportunity to do. Like I talked with Julie Alexander, her and her rep about this, the unemployment benefits and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I would have never thought to do that if I wasn't uh, tasked with it for that class. So really cool. Highly recommend. And uh, we'll probably have some of our employees do it again next year. Awesome.
0: The leadership academy is it like a regular academy where you have, you vote for uh, most likely to succeed or class clown. And
6: we did not do any of that, <laughs> but I've got some uh, people in my head who would fit those descriptions. Um, a whole uh, the whole class was great though, uh, so it's it's great to see Jackson um, given to the the future leaders, and uh, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off for sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, JTV is uh, we are uh, sponsoring uh, Leadership uh, Academy um, student, uh, and you can get details from the chamber on that. Awesome. And there, I think they're getting ready to start that up pretty they soon are. again. They are taking applicants now. Uh-huh. Yep, they
6: are. Yep, just got that email out. Mm-hmm.
0: So as you grow, uh,
6: do you have the same problems that all the other employers have finding people? Uh, of course, right? <laughs> we're, we're no different. Um, we, we are expanding our staff, which is great, but yeah, it's, it's, a, little more, it's a little more challenging. And we're just being more patient. We were at this game. Do you know that we were at? We We were at the same game. Really? We were
1: like eight down from you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was a good game too. uh, Pat O'Dowd, I think, came down to say hi. Yeah, he did. That's
6: right. I remember that. Yeah, that was so much fun. And this is one of the things we do. Uh, We we work so hard as a staff. So we want to get everyone out of the office every now and again. We actually closed our doors at noon that day. I think it was a Thursday. It was Thursday, 1 o'clock game, beautiful day. And uh, knowing Joe and myself were spontaneous people, more Joe than myself, but uh, this was, hey guys, go get your Tigers gear, we're going to the game, we got a suite. So, uh, everyone had a great time, food, drinks, good baseball, perfect weather for that day. Um, so yeah, we, we wanna make sure our staff knows how much we appreciate them.
0: And the Tigers won. And they, they killed them they that did. game, that oh, was man. awesome. Well, and it was exciting, too, because we were all hoping that uh, Cabrera would
6: get 500. I know, I know. Everyone was hoping that. But I'm glad he finally hit it, because you know that was sitting on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. Sitting at 499, but so I'm glad he got over that hump. Well, it's great
0: to have you here. Uh, thanks for all you do in the community, and yeah. also thanks for uh, your sponsorship of JTV. We appreciate that. For sure,
6: yeah. We thanks for having it. me, guys. I'm glad I get back on. I'll take the small one. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: you go. Justin Tobin is uh, co-owner and president of operations of Recruit Specialized
2: Staffing. The morning show continues after this. Almost 17 years at the old plant.
5: Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company. And we're still keeping the air clean.
0: This is what it's all about.
4: True Community Credit Union. True to our members, communities, and team. Providing 138 years combined service. Visit trueccu.com today.
3: The future is bright with the Jackson Area Career Center and you. With more than 20 hands-on learning programs, high school juniors and seniors can attain a high-wage job upon graduation, industry certifications, or earn college credits before stepping foot on campus. Start your career pathway now in fields like agri-science, automotive technology, construction trades, healthcare, law enforcement, manufacturing, and many more. Check us out online and talk to your high school counselor about enrolling today. The Jackson Area Career Center. Careers happen here. Vermula Furniture for your way of living. Hi, I'm Ave Vermuland. Over this last
1: year, we've realized just how so important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermults is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at and Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Collins Brothers, floor covering in 15
2: seconds.
1: (gasps) Flush carpet, pattern carpet, commercial carpet, carpet tile, ceramic tile, porcelain tile, glass tile, decorative tile, floor tile, wall tile, shower tile, subway tile, marble tile, wood tile, vinyl tile, and much more.
2: Collins Brothers downtown.
4: (sighs) Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment.
2: Welcome back to The Morning Show. Can you smell the Hinkley donuts that are in the building?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I can. <laughs> Yes, uh, we have a birthday here at GTV, so we'll we'll be, be celebrating, celebrating shortly after. Hinkley Donuts. Here's a new donut that you might be interested in trying. Uh, DiGiorno, the pizza people, they've come out with Di- and DiGiorno And What is
2: that, Garlic butter. <laughs> it's
0: it's a it's a donut, and it's a DiGiorno donut. The DiGiorno DiGiorno It's got uh, brioche. Uh, Dough stuffed with mozzarella, pepperoni, tomato sauce, and topped with Giorno sauce and Parmesan cheese. How about that? Sprinkles, even. Uh,
1: You know, I told you I went shopping last night, and it turns out I didn't uh, need to buy anything in person because I was shopping at the Ron DeSantos online merch (laughs) store, and I don't know if you've been to his official website yet. I haven't. But uh, there are plenty of items, including this fine koozie. Uh, that says, "How the hell am I going to be able to drink a beer with a mask on?" Governor Ron DeSantos. It's on his website.
0: <laughs> He's selling these. Really? This isn't. This is actually him that's selling something
1: this like is, that. This is Ron well, is. and uh, don't Fauci my Florida. This is this is real. Uh, this is actually real. Um, you can find Fauci's response online. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he went on CNN to uh, comment yeah. on this. Um, it's ridiculous, stupid, mm-hmm. and it'll probably end up making him the next president of the United States of America.
0: Twenty-five percent of all COVID cases right now are in the Sunshine State mm-hmm. of Florida, so he's doing a great job down there. Yeah, whatever he's doing. I don't know. He's just kind of a a character. I would say turned a character. into a character. He's you, you know, into you, a character.
1: you 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 yeah. all of a sudden you know you're on TV giving these press conferences for over a year and. and you know, damn it, you're the governor of Florida, you do whatever you want. So uh, speaking of doing whatever you want, um, this is the worst Guinness book of world records ever. Uh, This is a man had bounced on a ball for 10 miles to set a Guinness book of world records. Now, the reason I like that is because that's how we had to get our daughter to sleep for the first two years of her life (laughs) is we had to sit on one of those balls and bounce her. I know. This guy in England or wherever, Uh, 10 miles on that ball.
0: I have had to sit on that bouncy ball to get Ella to sleep years ago. True story. (laughs) Uh, It's an embarrassing record I would think to have. Yeah. Uh, We got another food uh, new food item that uh, you might be interested in. The Cheez-Its people, they are going all out. They've got a website you can buy Cheez-It pajamas, Cheez-It aprons, Cheez-It shirts and now a Cheez-It cake. A Cheez-It's cake, it's made with Cheez-It's flour. It's ground up Cheez-It's turned into a flour. And once baked, it's layered with Cheez-It shortbread crumble and there's caramel swirls, a little bit of sweetness, strawberry flavored icing, and chocolate coated Cheez-It crackers on top for a good measure.
1: I don't. You know, I've never liked Cheez-Its, ever, ever, and I'd rather eat glass. I just don't like them. <laughs> no,
0: Never have. Even I the eating? flavored ones. You know, um, the Cheez-Its people, they're, they're brilliant. They, they obviously, um, they, they've got the factory, and uh, sometimes they overbake the Cheez-Its, and so well, let's, let's just call them extra crunchy Cheez-Its. I just don't like them. I miss Nibs. Whatever happened to Nibs? Do you remember Nibs? There were the little. uh, Little. Vanilla wafers? Little crackers like Cheez Its, but they were like finger, uh, pinky finger shaped.
1: Do you know anyone that um, buys the crackers, chicken, and biscuits? No. Really? Those are good. Have you ever had those? I've seen them. Oh, yeah. They taste like chicken and biscuits.
0: We bought sociables, but then we never eat them.
1: Yeah, those those aren't very good,
0: too. No. They're kind of like chicken in the basket. No, they're not. Socials. They're not.
1: Hey, uh, tomorrow is a big day here because we have for you the return of Dr. Donna O'Neill to the program. Finally. So we are very excited about that. And then our Chamber Connection, presented by Experience Jackson, we'll have Rachel Buchanan and Tim Booth. And we'll be talking about the Leadership Academy.
0: Yeah, that'll be great this afternoon. From Napoleon Schools, Jim Graham, Chris Adams from JC, Sandra Phelan, Father McDonald from Queens, Corey Mays and Jackie Austin from the DDA, and Edward Kraut from Jackson, Michigan, giving back to the community, their back to school event. That's this afternoon. That's it for today. Thanks to uh, all of our guests. Thanks to you for tuning in. Thanks to our great sponsors. And we will see you this afternoon.